Good morning, everyone. Good to see a bunch of you on this morning. Uh, welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. I'm down at my studio, uh, usually where I do our mentoring nights from. So uh, hopefully uh, everything's uh, dialed in and working. Let me know if you can hear me. Um, I'm pretty sure everything's okay. Let me know if the audio is working fine. I can see it working fine um, as we're rolling along. So uh, yeah, good to see all of you guys this morning. Morning, Luke. Morning, Alison. Morning, Sabot. Donna, Joseph, Gemma, Alison, Michael. Good to see all of you guys. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat show. Um, I hope you're all awesome and well. Uh, as things get a little warmed up, I might just do the quick intros. Most of you guys know who I am, but if you're new, if you're dropping by and you're saying hello for the first time, let us know in the chat uh, where you're dialing in from. Uh, where, where are you in this wonderful world, this wonderful country, coming in and listening in to our Wealth Coffee Chat in the morning. <clears throat> Been doing this for a while and, you know, over the last 20 plus years as a property investor and um, property investment coach, been helping Aussies and New Zealanders make some sense of what's going on. Joseph, he's got his coffee and he's all the way from Sydney. Good to see you, mate. Zooming into the live this morning um, and, you know, along the way we've done a few things. You guys know, some of you do anyway, we've, uh, we've done many thousands of deals across Australia and New Zealand when it comes to property investing. And each day we just maybe share a little bit of, you know, uh, pontifications, ideas, strategies, tactics, uh, opinions when it comes to the world of property investing. So there you go. Hey, taxes. We're going to talk a little bit about them this morning. And uh, it's interesting, the Queensland government, uh, the Queensland government had a grotty little grab at, um, you know, taking a bit of the dough from interstate investors by increasing land taxes. Uh, and, uh, <clears throat> the Premier have, has just come out and said, no, nah, that's it. We're not going to do that, thankfully. I don't know. I don't know. Did, did the Premier announce it or did she throw her uh, treasurer under the bus? Anyway, you, <laughs> it's interesting, these politicians. Anyway, what is the biggest, what is the largest expense we are exposed to? Ladies and gents, tell us, tell me, tell me, tell me. You know, it's already on the board here. <clears throat> What's the largest expense we are exposed to other than our interest, that's an ongoing expense. That's an ongoing expense. It'll be pretty well forever. Boom tax is that is that thing. It's the it's the number one expense that's uh, a, either a fixed, not necessarily fixed, but it, it'll be around. Um, and um, for us as property investors, what taxes are we exposed to, folks? <clears throat> Excuse me, a little bit croaky this morning. What taxes? Are we exposed to? There's four taxes that we as property investors have some exposure to that if we're smart, if we're smart, if we're clever, we can minimize them. Yep, for sure. So let's talk sort of in uh, in sequence. All right, income tax um, as we're going along with our property, if we purchase something, uh, stamp duty. Now, you know, some people say, oh, it's a duty, it's not a tax. Anyway, get over yourself. It's a cost <laughs> that happens, all right? Um, so stamp duty when we're exposed to um, these things. Um, capital gains tax, um, CGT, 
Uh, well, let's let's do it in sequence, really. Uh, land tax and CGT, capital gains tax. All right. So these are the these are the costs. These are the things we have to you know as property investors negotiate, manage to minimise and reduce uh, as we go forward. Right. Um, so. We need to have a plan or an understanding of how we can manage those over time. It's vitally important you understand this because really at the end of the day, wealth or wealth creation or certainly property wealth creation is, is, the, is the sum of how much you get to keep, not how much you make, all right? It's how much you get to keep, all right? And if we want to keep more, we have to reduce our expenses because we've got incomes coming in from our properties, from our jobs, our businesses, our careers, uh, and we want to manage that. Hey, let's just do a quick snapshot. I asked it in the, um, I asked it in the headline or the intro to, of today's uh, live Wealth Coffee Chat. Who pays the most tax? Um, 3.6% of this population pay 31% of the taxes, all right, um, in this demographic. Anyone want to know, anyone want to have a look at um, maybe uh, having a guess what, um, probably giving it away to be honest. <laughs> yep. Um, so let's uh, have a quick look at, uh, I saw a little article yesterday when it came to who pays what taxes in our, in our tax system. And, um, you know, just keeping an eye on where are we uh, as investors and what are we going to do about this, right? So let's look at the bottom end of town, um, you know, the, the earners uh, that are sort of up to 90000 <clears throat> and um, there are many people who are property investors who earn, you know, um, sixty, seventy. many, many taxpayers in this this range. Now, um, as a proportion of the tax paid, this is over here, this is the dollars, right, and this is the number in a percentage, as a proportion of the tax paid in uh, in the world, yep, people who who work pretty hard for their money and and they deserve every cent they get. Um, Let's have a look. It's pretty interesting. to, to have a look at this. And you go, okay, well, um, 41% of the population pay or create, let's call it 30% of the taxes in that 37 to 9. Well, it's probably, it's, it's 18,000 to 90,000. I, I think there's a small percentage down there. So interesting. So let's have a look at the next level of um, taxpayer in this sort of section here. So, um, 90,000 to 180, so this is kind of like sort of certain brackets, right? Pretty chunky. 16% of the population pay 36% of the taxes. So this is pretty interesting when you think about, you know, and and the point I'm sort of making this morning is uh, I've seen some conversation in and around the the Labor Party um, trying to sort of roll back some tax cuts and stuff like that, right? So, um, and, uh, you know, they're going back on their uh, election commitments. You know, fancy that, fancy that. No, what, 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 knock me over with a feather, Jason? You know, 
the, the, the tax cuts that they got elected on and they promised that they wouldn't mess with, um, they're going to go back on. Yeah, like, oh, gee. I tell you what, if someone did that, if you bought a product, if you bought a car, if you bought a car from a manufacturer and they said, yeah, no problem, here's my guarantee, there's a guarantee that, you know, the thing's not going to break down. And then after you bought it, after you bought it, you were like, uh, they were like, yeah, no, that guarantee, we're not going to do it anymore. What would happen? Tell me in the chat if you, in your job or your career or your business or your profession, if you had a commitment to a certain amount of quality, a certain delivery, what would happen if you went, yeah, I'll do that, and then afterwards you go, nah, 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 I'm not going to do that anymore? What would happen? I mean, you know, at the extreme, many professionals who basically lied and changed their mind would get in lots of trouble, right? You know, many people would lose their jobs. Like, it blows me away. Blows me away. Yeah, yeah. I'll call the ACCC. <laughs> exactly, Bob. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we're not going to rate. Oh, mate. Yeah, hello. <laughs> Luke, hello to the NBN. You know what? How's that? Like, like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, don't get me started on the NBN. Yeah, we pay all this money for the NBN and you can just buy a 5G dongle now. My phone, my phone on 5G is faster than the NBN I can buy. Mind-blowing, huh? Mind-blowing. Anyway, there you go. Anyway, stay on track, Jason. Stay on track. Right. So, you know, the the, the, the Labor government's talking about changing taxes um, and there's a little bit of a kind of a, I don't know, you know this, this, I'm not being political. I'm just uh, just this tall poppy you know, you know, uh, rich people, you know, anyone who earns more money, they should pay more taxes. You know, rich people don't deserve this and that. Like there's this kind of like, you know, uh, anyway, it's a tall poppy thing in Australia. It's hideous, right? Um, so, you know, hey, Kate, um, who pays the most tax? Who pays the most tax as a percentage? Well, you know, the 90,000, so this is, like, this is mostly middle Australia, you think about it, and usually, you know, 90,000 to 80,000, you know, um, most families would end up in this kind of, you know, family income. Um, you know, this is middle Australia. This is where the most Aussies um, pay the most tax, right? Um, and uh, let's have a look at the top the top tax. Uh, which way did I go? I was going the other way. Okay, there we go. And have a look at that. Have a look at that. of uh, as number, yeah, that is true actually. um, Small business for sure, Um, small business. Yeah. Um, Now, now, you know, the increase in super um, for everyone, which is is great for the individuals, nothing wrong with making, getting more money in your super. Andy Fenton, I love it. You know, the increase in super from 9.5 to 10.5, from ten and a half to twelve percent, um, you know. Tell me, folks, that that in itself, when it comes to the world of business, is a tax on the business. Um, it goes into people's super, which they don't they don't necessarily get any direct benefit from, and most people's supers don't end up as large balances in the end anyway. Um, so all it's doing is making super management companies quite wealthy, um, and for for the most part, you know. Um, it's not necessarily benefiting anyone. Anyway, don't get me started on that, Fenton. All right. 
So here we go. You know, uh, a small portion percentage of the population paying large amounts of tax. That's the way it's, that's the way it is right here, right now in our world of um, of the Australian tax system, right? So what are we going to do about it? What will we do about it, ladies and gents? Well, this is what we can do about it, right? Over here, um, let's talk about um, a couple of these. Land tax. Uh, let's do it in sequence. That, that's probably better. Income tax. What can we do as property investors? How do we produce or reduce our income tax as property investors? What's the number one um, what's the number one tool here when it comes to reducing our taxes? I had, a, I had a conversation with a couple yesterday, quite professional, earning quite a lot of money. Um, and, um, you know, they don't need to buy positive cash flow properties um, to replace their income. They're, they're happy in their careers. They produce excellent income in their careers. You know, so real estate um, has some tax deductions through a process called depreciation. So tell me, in the chat right now, we yep, deductions, absolutely, Bob. Um, and deductions as a property investor, in the words of, um, or in the version of um, uh, what we like to see is a non-cash loss, a paper loss for deductions, right? So there's two parts to real estate. Chuck it in the chat if you know what they are. Two pieces to real estate. One piece is the land, okay? One piece is the land. The other piece is the building, the building. Two pieces to, to real estate. One piece is the land and the other piece is the building. By and large, once you, you have purchased the property, once you've purchased the property, the land values tend to go up. So the land values increase, Right? And then the building itself, because now the building starts to age, the building starts to age, the dollars go up and the building itself, not the property, not the whole of the property, but the building itself depreciates. It goes down in dollars and that's called depreciation. You actually don't lose actual cash, but on paper you make a loss and you can offset your income, your income tax. How do we do it? Put it in the chat. What's it called as a property investor? Certainly, as you, um, if you are a PAYG earner, right, um, it's called a PAYG variation. Now, if you're not doing your PAYG variation and you own real estate, you've got rocks in your head. I'm telling you right now, Okay. Because when you get that variation, um, yes, you apply the concept of negative gearing, Joseph, to your income as an individual, and you you apply for a variation to your tax that you pay weekly, fortnightly, or monthly, and then you get that money back in your pocket, and you can do all sorts of awesome things with it. You can put it in your offset account. You can do all sorts of stuff, all right? So for us as property investors... This is vital, it's important, and it's a very uh, excellent benefit in the early days of owning investment properties. Over here, we can use depreciation and a PAYG variation, all right? Stamp duty, how can we minimize stamp duty? We can buy the land and we can build, okay? That's one way, instead of buying the whole property, you can split it into two pieces. You know, um, and for sometimes that's worth doing. 
because you might pay 30 to 50% less stamp duty on your total investment. Land tax. How can we minimise land tax? Well, Queensland tried to change that, didn't they? Cheeky buggers, right? We can put our properties into different states because for the most part, because for the most part, well, um, yeah, anyway, land tax is state-based. Tell me in the chat right now, where, where do you, how can you pay zero land tax at this moment in time? Zero land tax, no land tax at all. Anyone know? How do we pay zero land tax? If we keep our properties under a threshold, there's a certain threshold, and it's on our land value. It's very misunderstood, this land tax thing. Um, we've actually created a land tax calculator I'm going to uh, release pretty soon, so stand by for that one. Um, we have, uh, you know, we have a calculator that helps you calculate your land tax values based on um, based on your land value. Yeah, yeah. Buy different state, different entities for sure. Gemma, um, diversify property types. Uh, absolutely, Alison. Um, yeah. And you know what? You know how you can pay zero land tax? It's a bit of a, a running joke, actually. Um, you buy in uh, the Northern Territory because they don't have land tax in NT. <laughs> but I wouldn't be buying in NT right now, so don't do that. And there's many ways you can minimise capital gains tax. I'm not going to – yep, under the threshold, Gemma. That's for sure. So today I'm not going to dive into the under the capital gains tax um, stuff, but, you know, your prince place of residence – how long you own the property, who owns those properties, when you sell them, um, how you sell them, you know, all those sorts of things. We're never going to sell them, are we? So we never pay capital gains tax unless, <coughs> unless we sell those sorts of things. Uh, well, here you go, Alison. Maybe it might be worth you buying something in the NT. You never know. Um, all right, folks. Well, that's it. I'm done for today. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. Um, interesting times. A foot. There's some changes. The winds of change are already uh, smiling favourably on us as property investors. The the rate at interest rate rises has slowed, which is awesome. Looks like we'll probably have it'll all be done and dusted by the end of the year. I reckon, maybe early next year at the worst. Uh, that land tax malarkey and rubbish in Queensland is gone, so uh, we don't have to worry about that. And to be honest. Shiver me timbers. It's a fantastic time to purchase a piece of real estate, folks. There is some awesome things looking uh, looking up on the future, on the horizon for us all. Um, lending is never stops being tricky. Ne- lending never stops being tricky. Nothing new. So if you can get the loan and it's part of your strategy, it's a great time to be involved. All right, that's it from me, folks. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. You guys be awesome and well. Join me tomorrow for another one. Round about this time, 8.10 Queensland, 9.10 Victoria and New South Wales, and the rest of you can work it out. <laughs> All right, folks, good to, good to see you. Take care. Be well. Remember, buy well, never sell. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. Take care. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs> 